0: Welcome back to another Billionaire Lessons. Today, we're very, very special guest. This person is my friend, my sister, somebody that's been a part of my growth and matriculation as a man. Um, and she's just an amazing individual. Today, we have Donnie's Peterson. Donnie, say what's up to the people.
1: Hi, everyone. Hi, Kimani. I'm so happy to be here.
0: <laughs> so... Um, I brought Dinice on the show today because, you know, for a long time we've been talking about fear and how fear can either push us in the right direction or continue to hold us back. So we wanna, you know, send some motivation, some gems to basically talk about this topic and how we can use fear as motivation in our day to day. Um so Donnie's, before we dive too deep in, please let us know, you know, who you are. Tell us a little about yourself.
1: Okay, so again, my name is Donnie's Peterson. Um I'm originally from Queens. As I was coming up, I was between Queens and Delaware, and now I'm back in Queens. Um, I got my Bachelor of Arts from Delaware State University, where I studied mass communications. And I got my Master of Science from NYU, where I studied public relations and corporate communications. I currently work for a magazine called Working Mother Magazine, and I work as a research analyst. um, And we work with Fortune 500 companies to diversify their workplace um thank you kimani for inviting me on this on your um podcast I'm, I'm super excited and i'm super honored that you're sharing this platform with me
0: no problem not at all um so you know we had different people on the show and we have johnny Law and we've had edward dox and we had some dope individuals um and today we ha- of course we have you and One question I always ask people is, you know, what is your motivation to keep more striving and keep on going? So what would you say is yours?
1: My motivation is um, just to provide generational wealth for my family. I think um, you sell yourself short or your family short in the future if you only think about the right now. You know, everybody, everything that's happening the right now, somebody else, you know, saw it or they envisioned it and that's why we're able to you know reap the benefits of it so I want to work right now so the people down the line my family and their families and their families can reap the benefits of it so that's my motivation it's not about right now it's for um, my great-grandkids
0: right that's dope you know generational wealth is key uh as you know Jay-Z said it and mentioned it in his song he talked Mm -hmm. about um, how he could have bought a house, and and for um, people that don't know his album Four Four Four, he talked Love about how he could well, he could have purchased um a house in Dumbo, dum- Dumbo, downtown mm-hmm. Brooklyn, at a certain amount, and now that's worth so much more. And if he would have invested and put it in back in the day, look how much more it would have been worth. Yeah, I'm saying because um,
1: sometimes you get so caught up in your current every day to day that you don't think about. Your future. And if you just, you know, plant the seeds right now, it will flourish so much, you know, so it will flourish so much more in the future.
0: Right. Exactly. So on to our theme and topic. And I want to pretty much talk about this, how everybody has fears. You know, growing up, I was afraid of the dark. Um, I was afraid (laughs) of failure. I was afraid of these different things that in times it kind of held me back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and Denise is somebody that I confided in and told her about my fears and these different things that back in the day held me back. And now mm-hmm. I use it as a trigger in order to keep on moving. So um, Denise, can you tell us about like when we was thinking about the topic for today, being fearless, um, mm-hmm. what is your motivation behind that? And can you talk a little bit about your journey as well?
1: Yeah. So, First, I want to start off by um, explaining to you guys a Will Smith story. So for those who don't know me, I'm a natural storyteller. I have a story for everything. So I thought this story was very beneficial to what we're talking about today. So I'm watching um, a Will Smith interview, and I guess he was doing like a press tour for um, Collateral Beauty. And in the um, interview, he talks about fear and he talks about perception. Now I'm paraphrasing. But the interviewer asked him about fear. And he said, fear is all about how you perceive it. It's how you look at it. And it, um, it just made me, I thought that was like profound because what might be scary to me or nerve-wracking to me may be cake to someone else. Like I think about me and you, Kimani, when I told you that I was running a 5K in April and I'm like super nervous because I don't want to fail. And, you know, it's three miles. I never did anything like that. And I got bad knees. But when I told you, <laughs> when I told you, you going to say, oh, three miles, that's nothing. Right. Right. So, so like fear is how you perceive it, you know? And when you change your perception, the way that you look at fear, you'll you be able to get through it. Right. So, let, let, go ahead. I'm sorry. No,
0: you're good.
1: Keep going. So um, back to the story. So he talks about his first experience with, um, um, skydiving so he's out with his friends they're at the bar they're enjoying themselves drinking having a good time and someone comes up with the idea to go skydiving so they're like yo we should go skydiving tomorrow and he's like yeah we should go skydiving tomorrow so everybody's super pumped he's agreeing everybody's agreeing and having a good time so Will Smith goes home or he goes back to his hotel room and he's like did I just agree to go skydiving like he couldn't he couldn't wrap his head around that he disagreed to do something like that. So he couldn't sleep. He's get, having cold sweats. He's tossing and turning and he's going crazy because he could not believe that he disagreed to that. So, um, you know, he said to himself, you know, we was all drunk. You know, when you're drunk, you say crazy things. Hopefully they don't have the same energy tomorrow morning. Well, tomorrow morning comes. He's putting on his facade like he's good, like he's not scared on his bone crush and stuff, and everybody else is doing the same thing. So, basically, they had to go through with going skydiving. So, fast forward, he's on the plane, and the people's like, on three, we're going to push you out. So, they count one, two, and on two, they push him out because they know most people hold on to the plane at three. So, he's out the plane, and he's screaming at the top of his lungs, going crazy. And then he said after 40 seconds, he was like, wow, this is not that bad. He was like, this is actually beautiful. He's able to see the waters. He's able to see the trees the land and everything. And he's just like, in that moment, I realized on the other side of fear is pure bliss. It's pure beauty. And it just made me think about that most people can't even get to that other side of fear because Mm. they let fear stop them dead in that track. Not knowing that on the other side is beauty. It's it's just pure bliss. And you know, on the other side it may not be easy, it may not be what you perceive it to be or want it to be, but it can be a lesson. It can ju- it will just add value to your life. So that's why fear is such a big thing to me because I might be scared right now, but I know on the other side I'm just it's gonna be worth the
0: Right, well, exactly. So uh what's some things that you've been afraid of? in the past and you know um how did you even overcome it
1: yeah so i'm naturally a shy shy person i wouldn't say i'm quiet um if you allow me to talk i'm gonna talk but i'm naturally a shy person and at the root of shyness it's just it's just fear. you don't you know you're fearful of if you're going to be accepted by other people you don't want to say the wrong thing um you know you just you just your insecurities wrapped up in one thing. So I'm naturally a shy person. So the biggest thing that comes to mind to me would be um when I ran for Miss DSU.
0: Mm.
1: Now for those who don't know, um for those of our listeners who didn't have the privilege, the distinct privilege of going to Delaware State University, Miss DSU is like one of the highest student held positions on campus. Um we serve as you will serve as Um, The the liaison between the student body and the um, faculty, you serve as representation of the university on and off campus, and an overall, uh, overall, excuse me, role model for the student body. So, I wanted this from the time I was a freshman, but like I said, I was a shy girl, and in this position, you can't be shy. That's not, one of the criterias is not shy, right? So... I knew I wanted to go for it, but I'm like, I, 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 it's just the fact, the, fact, the fact that I would have to go in front of the whole school and tell them, you know, vote for me, it was crazy. So, you know, one of the big things that was really um, prominent while I was in school is that I never want to look back on my colleges and say, I wish I would have did this or I wish I would have experienced it or what would have happened if I did this. So I'm like, you know what, just go for it. So I ran from this issue and I'm preparing myself and um, I remember we had to come up with a platform. So basically I'm asking myself, why are you doing this? Like, why are you doing this? I know you are shy, but why are you doing this?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, I'm not trying to get too spiritual, but God really placed on my heart like, You can't leave this campus the same way that you came in. Like, Mm. this will help you to break out of your shell. And not only you, but it will help another shy person. So, Or another person who just, you know, just fearful of being in front of the masses. So this will help to prepare you. So then that's when the no fear movement came in my mind. And I called it a movement because um, I remember during my campaign, I said, I didn't want it to just be a campaign where, um, you know, it ends when election day is. I wanted to go beyond election day because I really wanted to inspire people like me to go after whatever God places on their heart and don't let fear, you know, thwart them from going after it. Right. So I, um, I'm preparing myself. I said, no fear movement's going to be my platform. Now it's time for me to tell people that I'm actually running for it. Kimani, I promise you not. Everybody looked at me like I was crazy or like I had three heads. They could not believe that I was running for Miss Diaz. Right. I've even had people say to me, Oh, you look more like a Miss Senior. Like, you know, or maybe you should run. I'm trying for to women. downplay you. Right. Yeah. Like, what? Who do you think I am? They, they, maybe you should do a <laughs> <women's laughs> Like, and like, I'm shy, but I'm prideful. So don't tell me what I should do, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, I, I chose not to internalize that because I'm like, if I internalize that, I'm not going to get nowhere. So I'm pressing through, I'm pressing through, and then just so happened, I'm running against, one of, one of the people I'm running against happens to be a pageant queen. Another one, you can't mention class of 2015 without saying her name and her mother and the fairy. So it was I was immediately, like, considered an underdog. Right. And I was like, all right, I'm going to use that to my advantage because if I'm the underdog, the only way I – only way the only way I can get out of this is to rise up so I pushed through I pushed through and um I didn't win I didn't win miss the issue um it was heartbreaking um I, I I I told you I had to go in front of the masses in front of the whole school and have them vote for me and now I had to lose in front of them same people as well okay. um so it was it was it was heartbreaking
0: but, but you learned a, a lot from it, right?
1: I learned so much. Like, so much. Just to, Like, I learned uh, that I should challenge myself more. I learned, um, you know, that, like I said earlier, that on the other side of fear is just beauty. The the relationships that I formed, even while I was running from SDSU, that's how I formed my friendship with Kimani, because he was running for SGA. And, you know, the relationship I formed, everything was just so invaluable. And um, I'm just so grateful that I went through it because even though I failed and even though I was scared of failure, that was one of the reasons that I didn't want to do it. Um, I came out so much more stronger. I'm much more confident. And um, if I had the if I had the chance to run for it again, I would. And, um, you know, it just, it really helped. It really helped set the tone for me once I left college because it's nothing that I won't go for. And my thing is, fear is like it drives me crazy I hate that feeling like just being scared it drives me crazy so whenever I do feel that I just do it anyway because I know that I'm gonna come out stronger then
0: exactly and I love that shout out to you um and that's real because you know at the end of the day fear is something that could really really push us so far and it's a quote that says um in order to get to it you got to go through it um and a lot of times we don't you know we're we're fearful of weather in that storm we're fearful of these the unknown and and these different things but we are able to grow and get so much characteristics within ourselves because we went through these situations you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and it was the same thing for me when i was running for student government like people think i'm this public speaker and whatever but not it came through a long time of like practice, 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 yeah. and I started off, honestly, in the church, like, I used to have to go up there, and my pastor would call me to do the uh, welcome address or um, to, you know, say mm-hmm. a prayer or something, and I would be in the back of the church, like, praying and hoping he would not call my name, still right. call my name, right, mm-hmm. so I'm going up there, and every step I'm taking to the pulpit, my stomach is just bubbling, I'm scared, yeah. I'm, a fr- <laughs> I'm a like, oh, nah. Um, but when I stand behind that mic, I'm like, God got me. Um, let me just do what I got to do. And, mm-hmm. and as soon as I was finished, I'm like, I actually, it was not as bad as I thought.
1: Oh, um, my God, that part. Because you be thinking that you're going bomb, and you just you right. do your best in that moment. Because mm-hmm. you ain't got nothing else to do, right?
0: Right. And, and it's a thing, too, because it's like one thing um, one of my mentors, um, Camilla Lewis, she told me, it's like, we're fearful of what everybody else is going to think. Yeah. But you have to understand, like, nobody else really understands. Like, when you – nobody really going to know. Nobody going to be able to tell. Like, you going up there is the first step. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else put themselves in a the position where they could step up to the plate and be where you're at. So right. that in the first thing you knock down fear. You get what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You knock down that fear because you took that step to be up there. You took that step to – make that speech and present yourself in a way that nobody thought you could. Yeah. And in that situation, it's like, you know, Donnie's running for Miss DSU. It was kind of some screw faces, whatever, but you looked them dead in the face and like, I, right, I'm doing this. You get what I'm right. saying? Regardless.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's super dope. Um, So also when it comes to like, being fearful, um I know you started like an accountability group, and um you have some goal setting that you're doing in, with um other women, so can you kind of talk specifically toward that
1: yeah, so um me and my friend um shout out to caprice, we started a, a fitness accountability group. And it's just girls. It it started off with seven girls, and it's grown to almost 20 now, I believe. And basically, we like like the name says, we just um, keep each other accountable when it um, comes to, you know, being healthy, going to the gym, eating right, and things of that nature. Um, The reason that we did that is because we were just tired of falling short of our goals, and especially when it came to – you know, our fitness and our health. So we knew that if we had partners who are in it together, it will keep us, you know, going forward. And um, it, it was, it, you know, it's been amazing because um, I just realized that once you link up with people who go through what, you, what you're going through or um, who've gone through what you're, go- what you're going through, It motivates you on a whole nother level and it keeps you pushing it keeps you going and um you know i like to tie this back into fear you like when you think that like most of times you're not alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you're fearful of something you're not alone there's other people who are just as fearful as you and who, who share those same those same feelings so if you link up with them you, you guys can, you know, help motivate and push each other forward. Do you have any examples of that, Kimani?
0: Um, so, when I even came to, like, starting this podcast, um, I got a boy, Mike and like you said, you got to understand, like, having good people in your corner is very, mm-hmm. very essential. So, I got my boy, Mike, that he's, like, my accountability partner in regards to, like, i let him know what some goals I might have, some things I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And he is always, always on top of me, like, yo, did you finish reading this book? Um, are, How do you go about, like, you said you want to make a difference. Like, what are you doing mm-hmm. to honestly make this difference? Mm-hmm. So, I see a whole bunch of people like Eric Thomas and everybody, they got these podcasts, these these big dogs. I think sometimes we develop fears because we're looking at other people doing what they have Mm -hmm. to do and not worrying about ourselves and what we're trying to accomplish. So for me, Mike was like, bro, just go out and do it. Like, stop worrying about how it's gonna come out, stop worrying about what people are even gonna say or think. He was like, mm-hmm. You got a platform and something you're passionate about, just go out and do it and do not be fearful on what everybody else is gonna perceive of you. Just make it happen and watch the difference you'll make in people, you know, minds, your shape. So for me it was like this was really a big first step for me. And yeah. uh, one thing I wanna tell people is like stop questioning yourself and thinking twice and all all these things is like Mm -hmm. no literally go out and do it the easiest way to conquer fear is like go out step out and make it happen and do it you know and and donnie's like people always say oh my god it's easier said than done like one of my boys always told me he said it's honestly easier to do it like it's honestly easier like yo i'm fearful of just say for example stepping in a gym and making this change in my life no like the first step is walking in the gym, stepping on the treadmill, or making that, you know, making that change, making that difference, and then make it consistent and creating a habit. It's like, oh, okay, I got it now. You feel me? Like- your
1: your mind could like trap you on so many levels. Because right. you, you if you like me, I think of every different kind of scenario mm-hmm. except for the good one. I think about what if I fail? What if this happens? What if nobody's relating to me? What if nobody, you know. But what if you win? Right. What if you actually do well? You know, you got you to gotta really be, um, really control your mind and, and change your mind. Whenever your mind goes negative, switch it right back over to positive because your mind can really stop you from doing the things that you really want to do. And it's not, be, not that you're incompetent or not that you don't have the tools and the resources to do it. It's because you keep telling yourself that you can't do it. Or you keep telling yourself, oh, everybody else is doing okay, but everybody else is not going to do it like you everybody's not going to reach the people that you want going to reach. Like you spoke about Eric Thomas. Okay. That's his crowd. But Kimana, you got your own crowd that you supposed to touch that you want to influence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you got to, you know, break free from your mind because it can be, it can be a bondage and it can really hold you back.
0: Right. And, and I see a lot of people all the time, like, you know, applying for jobs and, um, even going into like moving to a new state. Like I'll never mm-hmm. forget. Um, when I was moving to, uh, Ohio now is where I Mm -hmm. live and people like yo how do you up and move and do that like weren't you afraid I'm like yo hell yeah but what I'm gonna let uh, um being afraid of something like hold me back from my destiny you get what I'm saying um so I got up didn't think twice I just left it in the hands of God and I made it happen you get what I'm saying and it's uh you know we hear this quote all the time if your dreams do not scare you that means that they aren't big enough you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, making this move, um, I was, what, 23 at the time when I moved here, young still, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, All right, I just got to make it happen. I know with the confidence I have and the support of my family and friends, there's nothing that I cannot succeed and do. Um, So, right. a lot of people just got to understand that, you know, you got to be really, really confident in yourself. Believe in yourself when nobody else will. And mm-hmm. like you said earlier, like, don't be so trapped within your own mind. I think we that that mm-hmm. messes up messes us up so much within our growth because we're just trapped right here. We, you got to you got to lose right. yourself within this in order to like persevere and keep on going, keep on pushing.
1: Yeah, and you can't claim to want more out of life and, and be scared to enlarge your territory. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can't stay in the same spot and want so much mm-hmm. out of life. You got to keep moving. You got to challenge yourself. And, like, you moving to Ohio, I promise you that set the, that planted the seed for other people to, you know, accept opportunities in other states that's not for, in their home state. Right. You know what I mean? Because this world is too big for us to just be, you know, trapped in our own little mm-hmm. box. I, like, it, it baffles me when I hear people from New York that say they never been to another, you know, borough or they never been upstate or never... What? For real though. are you like are you crazy or even people in delaware who don't go down to dover are you are you crazy mm-hmm. like why do you allow yourself to be trapped in this own little box um it's so much so much that this world can offer you and if you just go forward and just go after it you know you'll be able to reap it all like it's it's, oh, it's <laughs> i could talk for days right,
0: right, right. uh so donnie's before we log off you know um What's one thing right now and we got to tell the world uh, about this because again uh, you know we got to hold each other accountable what's something that you're yeah. afraid of right now um, um, and moving forward you would like to accomplish and overcome
1: Um, I think it's going to be a little deep but <laughs> one of my deepest fears is um, dying alone and nobody remembering mm. who I am and I say that because I literally want to make such an impact on this world and for my family that I don't want people to forget who I am. I don't want them to not feel what I'm doing. So I... <laughs> I, I know you won't forgive me. <laughs> but like I don't want nobody I want I wanna die with God I don't wanna be morbid, but I wanna have an impact. So that's one of my deepest fear is not nobody remembering who I am and I'm dying alone because um I really wanna make an impact on mm, people. That's dope. Um What about you? Me, uh
0: I think my deepest fear is not living up to my full potential. Um, I think mm-hmm. Everybody has a purpose on this world. I'm still finding out mine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I don't mm-hmm. want to be so hard-headed or um, just not paying attention to what God has said before me. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times mm-hmm. we are so stuck into like i don't want to change this i don't want to change that like my boy um ej he was on the show last week and he was like you got to always work toward reinventing yourself in order to become better and do better you know what yeah. i'm saying so for me it's like i really mm-hmm. want to live up to you know what god has sent me out to be and then you know mm-hmm. go from there and i think what it takes now for that is just walk i say all the time i tell people walk within your purpose you know you, you sure. know what you care about, what you love, what you want to do, and just go out and do it. And if you do what you have to do every single day and be the best you every single day, I feel like there's no even point of being fearful or afraid of not becoming that person that you strive to be. Because if you continue those steps and you're making strides every single day, you're going to be the best you, you know?
1: Definitely. I love that. I right. Love that. Wait, we always we've been quoting our deepest fear all throughout this podcast. So I wanna leave this with your listeners because I had to remember memorize this poem when I was in high school. So I have it embedded in my head. But for those of you guys it's by Marion Williamson, it's called Our Deepest Fear. You probably heard it on Coach Carter, too. But is our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be? Beautiful, talented, fabulous. Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened by shrinking yourself so that other people won't feel insecure around you. You were born to make manifest the glory that's within you. And it's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as you let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others the permission to do the same. And as you are liberated from your own fears, our presence alone will liberate others. All oh right. we
0: killed that. I don't know if I can read that. Can you say the um who was by one more time?
1: Mary and Wilson.
0: All right. So, everybody, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Donnie, thank you one more time um, for being. No,
1: thank you for having me. Not a me. problem, not
0: a problem. Um, we're going to have you back on again. You know, this is what we do. We, we spread love. We want to keep them motivated. We want to mm-hmm. keep on striving to help people chase their dreams and to conquer Definitely. their fears, of course. So, everybody, make sure that you comment, like, subscribe. This podcast will be on Apple Podcasts as well as SoundCloud. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Subscribe to the hub. Oh, whoa, whoa. Let's rewind. I always do this. So Donnie's let people, you know, know how to find you.
1: I'm on Instagram at I am Donnie's and Twitter at I am Donnie's and on Facebook at Donnie's Peterson. Right.
0: So once again, hope everybody enjoyed, got their daily motivation. This is Billionaire Lessons Episode 6 and we are out. Bye.